podcast is off the books podcast they're not your average sports junkies now let's get this money <laughs> In the building. Holla at your boy. They still want more. They still want more. We back. We back. We back. Hottest podcast of the year. Checking live direct. And we about to get this chicken, baby. Man, y'all know y'all want these picks. Y'all want this money. Man, <laughs> we about to get y'all some really good games. Uh, I'm looking forward to this week. Yeah, man. Forward to the week as far as picks. Forward to the fantasy week as well. Ready to get another dub. You know what I'm saying? Get another in the win column. Ain't you number one in the league right I'm now? I'm number one in the league, man. Appreciate it. But okay. I'm not going to brag because, you know, it all comes down to injuries and how they produce. So I'm going to take it one game at a time. But I appreciate the shout out, though. Number one, baby. He number one, folks. I got to give him that. You know, it's just, it's, it's an excellent season, though. I, I'm proud to say, you know, I do think I have the best team. Ah. <laughs> but, you know, I. My, it's just weird. My season depending on Cam Newton. So, you know, that quarterback, if, if your quarterback can't get you 15, and folks, we ain't even mean to start it off like this, but you know what I'm saying? That's, like, that's just how we do, you know, off the books. Man, listen, Carson Palmer has been getting me more than 15 throwing one touchdown. <laughs> so, if, if your quarterback can't get you more than 15, then he's basically a flex position Wait. at the most. Cam had one game, he got me three points, though. Oh, oh that was against New Orleans? Yeah, I remember that game. Yeah, that, that that was a shit show. But um, speaking of the Panthers, the Carolina Panthers, they play tomorrow, right? Yeah, well, they play speak- tomorrow versus the Eagles. You know what? It's crazy. That's they're both four and one, right? They are both four and one. Yeah, it's are. uh, I think it's them two, and it's the Packers is four and one, right? Yeah, the Packers are four and one. Also. So between those three teams fighting for who the best in the NFC right now. So to start the show, we have the. Carolina Panthers and Philly. So we actually have Philly on the road coming to Carolina, and we have Carolina as three and a half point favorites at home. Who you liking, dog? All right, so it's an interesting game. You know, we got a Thursday night game, so they're not gonna have a lot of time to get ready. Um, I would say on Thursday night games, at this high of a level, it comes down to like who's the best in shape, and I have a feeling that. Uh, Ron Rivera has the Panthers more in shape than Philly is right now. I think also Carolina is just the better team right now at this second because, and I know that it's going to come off as odd to a lot of people, but we have to look at Carolina and what they're doing right now basically is saying we're going to ground and pound and and air it out on you. So it's an interesting uh, game plan that Ron Rivera is trying to do with a stout defense. Luke Keekley has been pretty much tackling everything. You know, and Thomas Davis is going to keep doing what he's doing. Uh, with Carolina, I've got them covering and winning by six. I've actually got them winning by six, two field goals. Uh, the over and unders at 45, I've got it going under. Um, I don't think this is going to be a very high-scoring game. I think we're looking at 20 to 26. Um, expect a very strong game from Cam Newton. Expect Carson Wentz to be under quite a bit of fire I think from these Carolina linebackers you know they're either going to be playing in pass protection or they're going to be blitzing Carson I think it's going to kind of throw him off a little bit but I think he's still going to do pretty good and I think his corners you know I'm sorry his wide receivers are not really going to match up that good against an underrated Carolina secondary 
Okay, okay. It's crazy because, you know, uh, we don't usually butt heads, but on this one, you know, I'm about to talk my shit on you. Now, I mean, we in Carolina, right? Yeah. And uh, Carolina fans, don't be mad at me. I mean, who am I? I'm a Giants fan, so I can't really talk shit right now. But as much as I like y'all, I actually have Philly uh, covering the spread at this uh, this juncture. Like, Philly's defense is hellacious, man. They get after the ball. They fly around. Their secondary is flying around. You know, their D-line is getting to the quarterback. They're balling out. They completely trashed Arizona last week. That was a trashing. I mean, hell, Nelson Aguilar was looking like Calvin Johnson out there. It was just a, it was just crazy. Carson Wentz is looking like Tom Brady 2.0. At least against Arizona, he did. And they flying around. I mean, I'm a little bit more impressed right now with Philly um, than I am with Carolina. And there's no, you know, shot at Carolina because Carolina's balling the hell out. But I just see Philly flying around. Plus, I know they're 6-2 and two against the spread in their last eight games. So, that being said, I think they cover here. Now, with that being said, if Carolina wins, I see it being by three. Like, I think that half point makes a big difference. Um, I could see it being, you know, a 27-24 maybe. Uh, Carolina, but have you chop it up? It's a pretty high-scoring game. I see. I see Philly. I see Philly taking it, man. I see Philly's covering the spread, I should say. I mean... Carson Wentz is going through his progressions. You know, he's dumping down. His wide receivers getting open. Troy Smith is getting open. Aguilar's getting open. You know what I'm saying? Um, and we all know Ertz is balling out. He's a big red zone target. You know what I'm saying? I think they're going to get out the cam. Cam's going to be scrambling early and often. And then, you know, once as a quarterback, once your timer is off and that blitz is getting to you, then you start to panic on throws where the blitz is not coming as effective because your timer is off as a quarterback so you you know you're throwing off now your timer is off with your wide receivers whatever the case may be but end of the day when a buzzer rings and that clock strikes all zeros i see philly covering the spread so i actually got philly covering and i have the over i have it going over 45 let's get it very nice you know i'm interested to see how how that game goes you know i like how you chose for Philly to keep it close, cause Philly, that's all they play in is close games. You know what I'm saying? So, you know that's that's pretty safe right there. Um, you know we just we just disagree. I think Carolina's a little bit better. We'll have to see. I think Philly could even win outright. I'm, I'm not saying they will, but I wouldn't be surprised if Philly went outright. But I definitely have them covering. But no, like I said, no shot to Carolina, cause they've been balling out. You know what I'm saying? Cam has been. He's back in his mode. He's back in Enzo dancing. You know what I'm saying? Millie rocking, supermaning, handing the ball to kids and fans. You know Ooh. what I'm saying? And then, you know, post-game asking routes. That's funny. It's funny the women will know about routes. I like this Cam. Talk your shit, Cam. Cam said, put him in the kitchen, bro. Let me tell you, Cam, I'm disappointed in you right there. Hey, but uh, on the field, though, he's been producing, man. So these last couple games... Despite all the off the field shenanigans he's been going through, on the field, balling. He's balling. Sham God, balling. <laughs> all right, next up, we got them Cleveland Browns on the road against them Houston, Texas. Now, we got Houston being 10 point favorites, and we have the over under at 46 and a half. So, I guess I'll start this one off as you started the last one. I got Houston, bro. I'm I'm gonna keep it simple and plain. Yes, they lost JJ Watt. 
Yes, they lost Marcellus, but their offense is clicking and clicking something good right now. I could see them winning by 13. You know what I mean? I, I see them actually. Let's take a moment of silence for Watson because Watson Please. is balling out. Please. My man, he threw five touchdowns last game. He about beat Tom Brady. Yo, Watson is the real deal. He's clicking with Hopkins. Will Fuller is coming back. He looked rejuvenated off injury. You know, Lamar Miller is running hard. Free. Hey, man, they're falling out. Deontay looking running hard. I mean, bro, their offense is the offense they always wish they would have had going back. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure Bill O'Brien wish he always had that offense because they are balling. Cleveland, on the other hand, I mean, Isaiah Crowell can't get in the end zone. They're real focused on, you know, Duke Johnson. Their offense kind of revolve around him. You know, they don't know who they're starting a quarterback. I think uh, your boy got benched, you know, this week going in. So they starting a new quarterback this week. And with that being said, I don't see the camaraderie being there, you know. And I still see them being decent getting after the quarterback. They still have some pretty good corners, you know. So, I mean, end of the day, I see Houston taking this, but I actually see it's going under 46 and a half. I mean, I could see this being, I don't know, I, I could see this being even a 3 2. You know, twenty game or, you know, I can see I can see Houston winning twenty to three. Um, you know, I, I don't know, man. I see Houston balling out this game. I see Washington throwing three touchdowns. Maybe Lamar Miller running one. And I don't really see the Browns really putting up that many points, especially starting a new quarterback. And you know how the quarterback situation is in Cleveland. That's the quarterback purgatory. So I don't see nothing good coming out of that situation. What you think? Now we definitely on the same wave with this one. Uh, Houston is going to win by more than 10 points versus this team. Uh, this is not a mysterious Cleveland Browns team that we were thinking about in week two when Deshaun Kaiser, you know, had just gotten the the job and we were like, oh, the defense is not great, but it's not bad and it's not terrible. And folks, they're terrible. They're terrible. Now, I'm going to tell you this right now. Deshaun Watson is about to come out there and he's about to really – he about to embarrass these boys. This is about to be like, you know how you got the warm-up game before and you try to show people that you're good so you can get picked up later on? Like, Deshaun Watson's about to ball out in front of everybody so that we can talk about him later on in the rest of the season. He threw five touchdowns on Kansas City defense. Dropped 50. Kansas City defense is no fucking slouches. He dropped, bro. He threw five touchdowns on Kansas City defense. Mind you, okay, one of them was in trash time. You could say that. Yeah. And, no, it didn't really matter. But still, he was slinging it around. You know what I'm saying? The ball, pause. He was slinging the football around. You know what I'm saying? He was finding an open man, going through his progressions. He was looking like a vet out there. Watson, hey, man, he looking, he looking good right now, man. I, I'm pleasantly surprised. Not surprised, but, you know. I kind of expected it, but I salute you, man. It's nice to see how well he takes care of the ball. It's nice to see how he is so great at deciding when to run and when to pass. Um, you know, I've seen it's, – it's rare that you see quarterbacks be so good at knowing when to run. I feel like that's a, a big problem with quarterbacks. They always try to either overdo it or underdo it. You know, most quarterbacks are underdoing it, folks. Well, look, I've got Houston taking this one by 14. So I'm, I'm right there with you, you know, with that with that big spread. Um, I just think it's a little bit too much for them. I think that 
Houston is going to get 27. I think Cleveland is going to get 13. You know, I think it's going to be one of those games where a touchdown is given and two field goals for Cleveland. <laughs> and then as far as the over and under goes, you know what I'm saying, that don't put us at 46 and a half. I'm taking the under. And this is the key stat I'm about to give, the most key stat. The Browns are 0-5-1 against the spread in their last six games. So with that being said, take Houston as a safe pick. They're on the road. They haven't shown anything yet to really, you know, earn us for them to say they'll beat the spread. You know, especially against a team that's balling this well on offense, you know, take Houston all day, minus 10. If you want to go to over-under, play that way, I would stick with the under. I don't see Cleveland putting up that many points with this quarterback. They haven't had that much playing time, you know, coming in. And Houston putting up these points, so. We're going Houston minus 10, both of us, and we're going to under 46 and a half. So next, we have Green Bay on the road against Minnesota. Now, we have Green Bay as three-point favorites. We have that over-under being 46 and a half. I'm going to let you take it first. Go ahead, bro. All right, so right now, Green Bay is pretty much playing at a average level, but their quarterback is playing at so far above what us mere mortals can even comprehend right now. You know, I'm convinced Aaron Rodgers is the first player ever to really master his position. You know, there's a lot of players who fall victim to injuries, but I think that barring circumstances, as long as Aaron Rodgers does not get injured, you know, he may go down as probably one of the most talented athletes to do his role in a sport. I got a feeling that when we look back in history, that's what one thing we'll remember. Like, he did what he was supposed to do very well. But with that being said, uh, sorry, folks. You know I'm a Green Bay fan, so I got to dip and dab into that right there. A little fanboy moment. I apologize. So, look. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say I got Green Bay winning this by seven. Um, Minnesota's defense is good, but Green Bay has really figured them out for the most part. You know, he's no, he knows to look off certain safeties. You know, you got to look off Harrison Smith because, boy, he be looking right at Aaron Rodgers. He be zoned in. Harrison Smith, you know, EJ, them boys, they be they be moving. Purple Rain, I see, I see what they do. You know, with that being said, though, the quarterback situation seems a little iffy. And I don't trust Case Keenum. I don't trust Sam Bradford because he's not healthy. This is not a healthy Sam Bradford that's going to be able to go out here and pinpoint accurate pass his way into a victory against a pretty good team. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to not have to do a whole lot because I think the running game is going to be big. I think the running game is about to be huge over here. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers may pass the ball for about 20 times. Probably going to complete about 12 to 15 passes. And it's going to be a low, slow-paced game. You know, the Vikings are going to try to take time off the clock, but the Packers are because they're going to be uh, out of, you know, Green Bay. So they're going to play pretty fundamental. So I've got them covering the spread at a seven-point victory. And for the over and under at 46 and a half, I got this going under. Um, I got this being a 17-10 to 10 game. That's a fact, man. I mean, let's be real. I mean, no wide receiver can get on the same page when the quarterback is keep switching. You don't know who's going to be Case Keenum or Sam Bradford. And with that being said, the offense really, let's be real, it's not that consistent. You no know Dalvin what I mean? Cook. Yeah, they're not that consistent in that offense for them to be a 
a threat really to any defense. You know what I mean? And Aaron Rodgers, like he said, Aaron Rodgers is red hot right now. I mean, even if their offense not clicking, Aaron Rodgers is clicking on all cylinders right now. I mean, he's calling the right plays. He's going to progression. He's looking like the typical Aaron Rodgers, you know, who debatable is the best quarterback in the league right now. And, you know, I would say he is. So, Aaron Rodgers is definitely balling out. You got an Aaron Jones in the backfield who's looking crazy, who took over for Ty Montgomery, who's injured. Now, if Ty comes back this week, it's even more hellacious because you got a two-headed monster now. Who thought Aaron Who thought um, Aaron Jones was as good? We knew t- what Ty could do, but now if Ty comes back this week, you know, they're definitely balling out. Now, we know the Purple Rain, they swarm and whatnot, but I don't know. I see Aaron Rodgers, you know. Definitely, I'm dipping and dunking his way to touchdowns. and Now, three, I, I'm just a little, I'm confused. I'm not confused, but I'm I'm kind of on the fence about this because three is like what I see y'all winning by. Mm-hmm. Like right exactly at three. Like if this is in Lambeau, uh, give, me, give me Green Bay easy by seven. Green Bay's on the road. You know, they're playing against the Minnesota. Minnesota's at home, you know, Minnesota plays pretty good at home, and their defense definitely feeds off the crowd. Now, for the podcast, I know I definitely have to pick. Oh, man. I'm, I'm going I'm to go with Green Bay, man. Um, I think I can win by three and a half. I think so. Basically, I think I can win by four points. Um, I think Aaron would definitely dip and dunk his way to touchdowns. I just don't see Minnesota putting enough points to definitely, you know, win the game or even compete. I ain't gonna say compete, but to even cover that spread. You know, I, I Aaron Rodgers is clicking with the receivers and thank God I have Jordy on my team. Aaron Rodgers, his connection with Jordy in the end zone is like unremarkable. Like as soon as Aaron Rodgers starts scrambling, Jordy knows exactly where to go. I can't even explain it. It's like some old other shit, some next level shit. But that being said, I have Green Bay taking the spread, minus three. I'm taking them to cover, but I definitely have it going under. I can see this game going, um, let's see, 21-17, you know. Um, yeah, so I could definitely see, and that's what, four? So, that I'm going to say 21-17. I'm going to have take Green Bay, and I'm going to definitely take that under. So, let's get it. We're going to see. You know, I'm, I'm interested to see how Green Bay plays in that area, you know. Normally, Aaron Rodgers is pretty good at uh, tearing up the Vikings. He he just has seemed to figure out that coach. You know, that coach that everyone used to talk about gave him a lot of problems, you know. Now he he's having problems with Aaron Rodgers. And we'll see how that goes. But yeah, we're pretty much on the same pace with that pick, you know. Shoot. What's up with the next game? Who we got? Who we got? Who we got? Uh, oh, I think let's do Detroit. We got Detroit. They're playing on the road against uh, what are they playing? New Orleans. They're playing New Orleans, and New Orleans is six point favorites. God damn, six point favorites. Wow. Okay. And the over under is forty nine and a half. <laughs> wow. So New Orleans six point favorites. Now, yeah, they they go, they're gonna be playing in New Orleans. And we get it. Now, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> we understand New Orleans defense kept. Miami's Dolphins offense at bay, but let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. Like New Orleans defense is the real deal, just because what they did in London. I'm not I'm not going to be a prisoner of the moment. You know what I'm saying? So you you gonna tell me 
that New Orleans. So pretty much what they saying is because they can't say the defense is gonna shut out anybody. So you they basically anticipating a shootout in New Orleans just to outshoot Detroit by a touchdown. That, that's what I'm taking it as. <sighs> Go ahead, man. What you think? Cause I got I'm gonna unleash on this shit, folks. It don't get much better than this one this week. Uh, every now and then you get a few gimme picks where you get to, you know, feel really good about what you're picking. Um, of course, nothing is guaranteed in this industry. We know this. But you better take Detroit to cover this spread. This is There's no way that New Orleans should win this game by six. You know, if they do win this game, it's going to be tight. It's going to be super tight. And since when does Matthew Stafford even lose by more than three points anyway? <laughs> my man my man always come back in the fourth quarter like, give me that. Like Matthew, Six points, bro. bro Matthew Stafford and the Lions are like that, that, that guy that, you know, we play around. And you know how we used to like, like push someone in the hallway. And then you know that they're gonna come back later in the hallway and push you get push you back. <laughs> like that's the Lions, bro. Like they they not gonna end it when you wanted to. Marvin Jones and Golden Tate is about to have a field day in New Orleans. Go ham, boy. They about to have a field day in New Orleans. Six points. You giving New Orleans six points? Stephen A. Voice, this is despicable. This is Aston nine, Aston ten, Aston eleven. I'm done. <laughs> Look, and then the fact that they got it at 49 and a half, you know what? Ooh. So, do you, I mean, I guess it could be a shootout. I guess it could be, you know, but I just don't see Detroit's defense is better than we think it is. Now, they did just let the Panthers get into the high 20s, but okay, I, got okay. it, I got it going under on the 49 and a half. Now, Detroit defense is not no slouches. Now, Carolina's receivers, are they going against. Six five plus receivers. The jolly monsters out there, boy, in Carolina. You know what I'm saying? So they they just throwing the they just throwing the rock up for grabs and they're playing a jump ball out there. So you know what I'm saying? You got people like Darius Slay and all these kind of smaller corners guarding them. So that's easy to, you know, you could see Carolina's big receivers winning that matchup. Now let's look at let's look at um Saints receivers. Okay, they got Michael Thomas. Who's, who's a big body receiver? He's been balling. But outside of that, like your Willie Sneeds and you know, I don't really see them dominating Detroit secondary how you may say Carolina's receivers dominated. Um, I see them, you know, you can never count on Drew Brees. I'm definitely, you know, with Adrian Pete's on the way out, I want to see Ingram and your boy in the backfield ball out because, I, you know, they definitely gonna get more carries and more touches. With that being said... I got Detroit. There's no way in hell I'm taking New Orleans minus six. Detroit, they're not no slouches. I mean, they lost to Carolina, yes. I mean, they kind of made the score closer towards the end, but I don't see Matt Stafford in that offense losing by six, even if it is on the road against New Orleans. Let's go. I'm taking Detroit to cover that. And over-under, I'm going to take the under as well. You know what? I'm feeling bold. I'm going to take the over on that shit. I'm going to say Drew Brees throw a couple touchdowns, smash ever throw a couple touchdowns, and go over. Fuck it. I'm going to take the over. So I'm taking Detroit to cover the spread. The minus six, which is a lot of points, and I'm taking over 49 and a half. Let's get it.
you know, I was really tempted to take the over on this because it seems like such an over game, doesn't it? You know, Matthew Stafford, Drew Brees. But after I gave it some thought, I was like, man, I could easily see this being a 20-27 to 27 game. It's tied in the fourth quarter. Matthew Stafford has to come up, win the game with with a field goal, you know, pretty similar to another situation we saw, but then he scores a touchdown. You know, and then they then they steal the victory, twenty seven to twenty. Not quite getting that forty nine. But, you know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a good game. I I just see a lot of three and outs. <laughs> three and out. Three and out. Three and out. Yeah, I mean, I, but honestly, I, I see I see New Orleans moving the ball. I mean, with the subtraction of, of Adrian Peterson, um, I definitely see him moving the ball now because it's definitely going to be a lot of dumping dunks, you know, to the, to those backs when they come on the backfield. So, I, I mean, I see them moving the ball. As far as Detroit, I mean, I don't trust New Orleans' defense, man. I, did, I don't. One game against the Miami Dolphins with, who got Jay Cutler at the helm, doesn't mean anything to me. Uh, so with that being said, fuck it, man. I'm gonna stick with my guns. I'm gonna go over that 49 and a half, man. Let's take that. Let's get it, and we moving on. Let's get this chicken. So I'm gonna let you take this one to start off. We got Miami Dolphins on the road against the Falcons. So Falcons are 11 point favorites as of now, and the over under is 47 points. Talk to them. All right, so I actually like Atlanta to cover this spread. Um, I think Miami is in shambles. <laughs> cocaine shambles. If pure cocaine. My man, pure cocaine. Call, call him Smokey Norfolk. Like, God, no disrespect to the legend. <laughs> but look, I got, I got Atlanta taking this. You know, it's just a little bit too much for Miami right now. Miami is not capable of producing as many points as it takes to keep up with the Falcons. And I think this will be one of those games where we'll be like, all right, the Falcons are back. They, you know, they won by a lot. I, I actually got them winning this one by two touchdowns or more. So I've got them covering the spread uh, for the over and under at 47. Look, as, as much potential as this has to be like one of those 17 to 35 games, I, I, I don't really want to – I don't want to take the – I don't want to take the 47. I'm gonna go under. I think, I think Matt Ryan does exactly what he needs to. You know, throws his four touchdowns. <laughs> Devontae Freeman gonna have a receiving touchdown, a few rushing yards. Tevin Coleman gonna do his thing. Um, I I don't see it hitting that that 47 mark, but I do see Atlanta winning by two touchdowns or more. Oh, let's be real. Atlanta's gonna fucking dominate this game for two reasons. One, Atlanta lost to Buffalo. What? Which was, I think, it was just a, they just dropped the ball. Like, it just kind of caught them off guard. You know, they just kind of, that was one game. I guess they lost focus. Buffalo was just a better team that day. So, oh, I might give you three reasons why they're going to win. So, they were just a better team. They lost to Buffalo. Second, they're coming off a bye week. So, they're coming off healthy. Nursing injuries. Julio's coming back. Remember, Julio went out that game. He's coming back healthy. Muhammad Sanu may come back. And third, Carolina is balling. So now they're, they're making up ground. So those three reasons alone, they're going to annihilate uh, the Dolphins. I mean, they're definitely going to cover this spread. You're coming off a healthy Julio. You're coming off a bye week. And you're coming off a loss. You mix a loss 
in a bye week together against a team that's went to the Super Bowl and they at home. Oh, Lord. And you mix the fact that Dolphins cannot move the ball to save their life with Jay Cutler at the helm. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Jay Cutler wind the ball up more than a toy doll. Dude, I'm about to talk dirty. They about to do these boys dirty. I I see Atlanta coming out and scoring on their first three possessions. Yeah, I'm going to talk dirty because I don't have nothing against Miami, but I see Atlanta scoring early and often this game. I do. You know what I mean? Like, And I don't see Miami's offense really putting up points to compete with Atlanta. I see Atlanta definitely coming out and balling. They're rested now. Coming off a loss. If Carolina manages to win tomorrow – and Carolina goes five and one. That puts you know Atlanta more behind the eight ball, so they're playing even harder now. But uh, you know you got Devontae Freeman in the backfield balling. You know you got Coleman in the backfield balling. I mean uh, you'll definitely don't be surprised if they win by fourteen or more. So that being said, I have Atlanta. I'm taking I'm taking Atlanta minus eleven for sure. Over under forty seven. I'm taking under. I think Atlanta would definitely do their share, but I don't see Miami putting up the points. I don't, you know what I mean. So we'll see. Take Atlanta. Let's get it. Nah, good assessment. You know, it 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 can only be when they have the spread that high, folks. If the other team can't, like he said, put up their share, you don't want to take the over because you could get you you could play yourself. You don't want to play yourself. Uh, it's it's your money, folks. Make the smart pick. You don't want to bet on a shootout if you don't have to. You know what I'm saying? They they essentially saying. 11 points, 47, I mean, when, when when it's that high and the spread is that high, they're essentially saying it's going to be a blowout in a sense for it to reach 47 points. So, that being said, take Atlanta, and I, I'm, I'm going to go to under, man. I think, like I said, we both agree Atlanta going to do their part, but I don't see Miami doing their part. Okay, now we got Chicago on the road against Baltimore. Baltimore six-point favorites. And they're 39 and a half is the over-under. So, Baltimore. Baltimore is the most inconsistent team in the fucking league. I don't know if they're going to win by 41 week or get blown out by 40. Joe Flacco is. I'm going to put it like this. Joe Fluco is a shell of himself that he was when they went to the Super Bowl. You don't know what, you don't know what Flacco you're going to get. You know what I'm saying? You don't know if he's going to come out and throw three touchdowns. You don't know if he's gonna come out and throw five picks. That that's just how their offense is. You know their defense. Well, I can't even say their defense is that great because they've been getting points dropped on their head this this year. Let's, let's be honest. With that being said, I mean Chicago Trubisky. Eh, you know what? I'm gonna say Chicago covers actually. I'm I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna go on Chicago covers. I just don't know Baltimore. I'm just don't know. One week they're balling out. The defense is swarming. They put no points on offense. Macklin and Flacco's connecting. You know, they're looking good. Hell, even Terrence West is getting touchdowns. Shit like that is happening. Or, what I think it's going to be, it's a shit show, and it's going three and out. Three and out. Now, this is one of the games I'm seeing a lot of three and outs in this shit. I'm seeing three and out, three and out, three and out for both teams. You know what I'm saying? I'm seeing a lot of punts this game. So, they have Baltimore winning by six. I can see Baltimore winning maybe by three. Or two, something like that. But I'm going to take Chicago to cover 39 and a half. I'm going to take the under. Like I said, I see this being sloppy, sloppy game going three and out. I don't, Baltimore offense, I don't really trust them. 
Trubisky and Chicago's offense, I got to see a little bit more. I mean, they got Jordan Howard to rely on, got Tariq Cohen, you know, coming out of the backfield. But as far as those receivers, I got to see a little bit more. I mean, I just have to see more. I mean, you got Zach Miller at tight end. He's older. I don't really see them, you know, taking a ball down somebody's throat, pause. You know what I'm saying? Like driving down the field all crazy. So, I'm going to take Chicago to cover and I'm going to take the under. What you got? All right, so you know, you definitely were saying some of the right things for sure. Um, I actually think Chicago's gonna win this game. Um, I saw enough. Exactly. From, I saw enough from from that Minnesota game that they just played where <laughs> Trubisky's actually gonna be pretty good, and you know he's got the he's got the goods. You know, when you see a quarterback play, all you can hope is that is he gonna be better than the last time I saw him play, and. You know, the young quarterbacks, the Russell Wilsons, the, the everybody else's, they got better the more you watch them. And I got a feeling Trubisky going to be the same. He moves in the pocket well. He takes his three-step dropbacks good. He takes his five-step dropbacks good. Um, he does more than we thought he could do playing the role. So, you know, I got them coming in here ruining a Baltimore day that they didn't really expect to, to, to lose this game. But I got a feeling Chicago likes going into these games um, as an underdog and to these cities, you know, or even if they're at home, you know, they play good teams hard. You know, think about Atlanta, Steelers. I think they – and Baltimore's not even that good. So, uh, I got them winning this game outright. So, clearly they're going to cover the spread. And as far as the over and under goes, this is not hitting 39 and a half. This is not hitting 40. I'm definitely taking the under on this. Um, I could see this being a potential 20 to – you know, 17 game, I see them hitting 37, but they definitely not hitting 39. No questions asked. Yeah, man, this, uh, it's crazy, man. I No, they're definitely not hitting. Like you said, Chicago could win this game outright. We don't know what Baltimore is going to show up, but in my gut, I feel like they're not going to show up at all. Take Chicago to cover. Next, we have New England. So as of now, they're 9.5 point favorites at the New York Jets. Over under 47 and a half. I'll let you take this one. Start it off. All right. So, don't you? I hate watching these two teams play. <laughs> Man, I hate it with all my all my might and my soul and my body. I hate watching the Patriots play the Jets. It's either the most boring trash ass game in the history. It's normally one of the worst games of the season. Or the Patriots completely blow them out, and you mad that you watched that, and you get to see Tom Brady throw five touchdowns. The running back get a touchdown. He gets a touchdown. He gets a touchdown. The Patriots coaching staff is like Oprah out here giving touchdowns to everybody. But with that being said, pardon me, folks. I do got New England actually covering the spread. I think this is one of the years where we won't see a tight game. But I think it's going to be you know over at halftime. I think Tom Brady is gonna prove that he's not in a funk against a divisional opponent that he that he knows very well. I got them winning this one by more than ten points. Wow! Uh, and for the over and under, the Jets are not putting up twenty, and we know that you know New England's gonna get twenty five or more. I say you actually take the gamble and go the over on this one. I think this is gonna be a lot more explosive than we think in. For the Patriots, 
I don't really see this being that division rivalry game. Uh, the Jets are a mess right now. Um, they still be getting their ass coached off, boy. You know, they, or should I say Todd Bowles be coaching their ass off. Like, he he be putting in that work on that sideline. You know, he know all the right plays to call the challenges on. He's making a fuss about all the wrong calls. Uh, you know, if he ever decided or got fired from the Jets, he would get an assistant coach job and then be right back in the hunt for a head coaching job a year after that. Because the team that he would go to would be great. Because he'd run it like a like he would want his team ran, but have to take a back page. So, overall, you know, I got New England covering this spread. And I've got it going over. You know what's funny, man? The Jets, they won three straight home games. Congratulations. <laughs> that's, that's, that's about all you're going to fucking get. Now, who did, who did New England play last week? Sir, I was, I was get my memory correct. Did they lose last week or did they win? Are they coming off an L? Yeah, I know the drinks. Some drinks is like, yeah. Uh, um, I think they're coming off an L. Let me, let me look at my research. I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, because they, they lost two games. So they lost against Kansas City. And then lost against Carolina. They played Carolina. No, so they're not coming. They're coming off a dub. But anyway, their defense actually stepped up last week compared to what they did against Carolina. Um, so, with that being said, I mean, I, I see them getting back to the division rival. Hell, both New England and the Jets are both 3-2 and two right now. The leading of that division is Buffalo. So, with that being said, guess what? I see Psycho Tom coming out to this game. In, in um, East Rutherford, New Jersey, at Jet Stadium. I mean, it's really Giant Stadium, but at Jet Stadium. I see Psycho Tom coming out. The Bucks. I had to remember they played the Bucks. Never. They played the Bucks. Yeah, that's right. That was a Thursday night game, and really, if you want to be real, um, Pats didn't play up to their potential. Bucks made it damn close. Bucks could have won that game. They wasn't missing on them damn field goals. But that's right. They played the Bucks. So that being said, I see the Wingler putting a complete game together. I know a lot of people like you know it's a division game, AFC East, blah 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 blah. blah. Fuck that. Fuck that. I see. New England definitely covering the spread nine and a half. I see them putting up points early and often. Tom going crazy, spreading the ball around. Hell, Mike get Gillinsley might even get a might punch one in. You know what I'm saying? I see Brandon Cooks maybe catching a touchdown. Hogan catching a touchdown. Gronk catching a touchdown. New England went early, score early, went big. I have them definitely winning by more than nine and a half. Bucket. Got that. Forty seven and a half. Believe it or not, I actually have it going over. I, I'm i going to go over this time. That's all I have to say about that. It's just going to be too much of a blowout. I think that this is one of those games, folks, where you, you don't really want to try the the over, but you know if you had to try to put some bread on it, why not go over on this one? You know, A team that's subpar to Tom Brady, expect a blowout. In order to get the points, all you got to do is hope the Jets get, what, 17? You know, that's that's two touchdowns and, in a field goal. And that's all, exactly. You know, that's, that's, it's not a lot, you know. Go ahead and take the over. The Patriots are going to get over 30. <laughs> all right, who we got next? We have San Fran versus Washington. Washington point favorites. Mm. 
over over 40 excuse me over under 46 and a half who do you got interesting matchup um San Fran plays hard but they seem to play hard at home <laughs> They 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 don't they don't bring the guts over with the plane ride. So, and I, I like Washington. I think they are going to win this game. Um, whew, you know, ten is a lot. They they're giving these boys a lot. You know? San Fran plays hard, bro. They, they play hard. I will say they play hard. You know, I'm a, I'm gonna change it up. I actually got San Fran covering this. I think they're going to lose by seven, though. I think Kurt is going to end up, you know, doing pretty pretty good this game. He's not going to make mistakes that much. But I just got a feeling they're not going to really get that many touchdowns on them. I can see them winning this one by a touchdown. Uh, as far as the over and under goes, I think this is going to be under 46. Um, if it If it does go... Over forty six, the Redskins lose. Wouldn't you agree to that? Like if it's if it's that high scoring and if that's how scoring Redskins lose. But now I agree with you. I'm fully on board with uh, San Fran. San Fran plays hard. They play hard. End of the day, they play hard. You know what I'm saying? Like that's one thing you can't take away from them. Yeah, they might not win the game, but I mean, you can't take away from that. They they ball out. You know what I mean? Not to mention. You got Pierre Gonson coming back to Washington. That's I think he's gonna get the ball early and often. If you have Pierre Gonson starting me in league, he's gonna be hungry playing against his old team. You know how that is when you come back playing against an old team. I think he's gonna come back. He's gonna get the rock. I, I think um ah, man, I'm thinking San Fran, bro. Ten is a lot. Ten is a lot, man. Like, like I agree with you. I can see them winning by seven. Washington winning by seven. Ten is too much for me to take. I'm gonna take San Fran to cover that one. Over under. I'm gonna go under. Um, I'm gonna go under. If it's over, like you said, San Fran could win the whole thing. But take San Fran. I'm taking San Fran. Let's go. We agree with that one. On to the next one. Okay, so we have Tampa Bay. One and a half point favorite. So it's almost a toss up against Arizona. Over under 45. Me personally, I know our time is running short, but I'm going to take Tampa Bay at home. Or oh, excuse me, Tampa Bay's on the road. I apologize. I'm going to take Tampa Bay to cover this one. Um, I just see them, you know, clicking a little bit better. I think um, Arizona maybe try to overcompensate because they got Adrian Peterson. And until they really figure things out, how it goes, or how they're going to balance the run pass game. Uh, I don't think they have it together. They're going against a pretty decent Tampa Bay defense. I mean, I still think Larry Fitzgerald gets his numbers. Carson Palmer still going to throw the ball a lot. I mean, I see AP maybe getting, what, maybe 10 carries this game, somewhere around that figure. End of the day, when it strikes all zeros, Tampa Bay is basically a toss-up. I have Tampa Bay taking it over under. I actually have it going over 45, so let's get it. Uh, th- This, in my opinion, is going to be the highest-scoring game of the week. Um, this is going to be a pretty fun game to watch. I think, I think uh, Tampa Bay is going to win by more than you know a point and a half. Um, they're going to win by. I think this is going to be tight, bro. I think this is going to be real, real tight. Like three, I think three points and, and that's coming why they down got to as a toss up. Yeah, I think this is going to be like one of those games where Jameis Winston leads a comeback victory at the end. 
think it's gonna be very high scoring. I think we're I think we're looking at a thirty to thirty three game, man. Like like I could see this being ridiculous and, and we being, you know, in our seats like what's James about to do next? Is you know, is is this one of his highlight moments of his career where we'll remember this? Uh I got them got them going over that that <laughs> that forty five is done. Like that I think that's out of there, boy. <laughs> Call my mama. <laughs> So before, man, I mean, we're about to thrash that. But, yeah, so you taking Tampa? Tampa Bay to cover. I'm taking Tampa Bay to cover over 45. So we rocking and rolling. So we got Rams on the road against Jacksonville. Now, Jacksonville is two-and-a-half-point favorites. Over-under is 42. Now, in this game, I'm going to go on the fence about because Rams are balling it. Okay, yeah, they lost to the Seahawks. But they definitely had a chance to win that game. One catch. Cooper Cup catches one touchdown, catches a ball that drops out of his hands. It's a whole different narrative. You know, Rams offense, honestly, is one of the better offenses in the league. I think I read a stat line that was saying, like, I think they're top five as far as putting up points, or in hell, they might be top three. Whatever the case may be, they're playing Jacksonville. Jacksonville defense is playing crazy right now. They just picked off Ben five times. I just read um, an article saying that their corners right now, Shutting everybody down. Top in the league as far as completions on this side, as far as how many yards are letting up, how many touchdowns are letting up. Yeah, Ramsey and AJ, balling. Balling. With that being said, I still see the Rams taking this one. Personally, two and a half. We got Jacksonville, two and a half. I can see the Rams even winning this one out. If not, you know what's crazy? I can see Jackson winning, winning by three. But just not to confuse y'all, I'm going to take the Rams to cover over under 42. Rams and Jacksonville, I see that being a slugfest. I'm taking the under. All right. We're going to, you know, we don't agree on this one. I like Jacksonville. I I like the fact, you know, that that boy, that defense be flying. Like like looking at some Dragon Ball Z characters out there just doom, 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 like they all over the place. Like you look up and there's another Jacksonville corner somewhere in the face. He either in the, the quarterback's face or he in the wide receiver's face or the running back's face. I hadn't seen corners work that hard since, you know, uh just just a long time. I ain't even got a real comparison for that one. But I got Jacksonville winning this one. Boy, Blake Borders is really gonna struggle this game. Uh that that Rams defense is Going to give him some problems, but I also see Jared Goff having his worst game to to this year, this week. Uh, he's going to throw a few interceptions, y'all. Uh, Jacksonville is going to win this by, uh, I'd say, between three and seven. I got him covering because it's at two and a half. So, you know, I feel like it's safe enough to take the three. Uh, for the over and under, I also got this going under. Um, I don't see Jacksonville putting up that many points or the Rams putting up that many points. Um, I could see this easily being a 17-20 game. Okay, respect. Uh, see how that goes. So we got Pittsburgh on the road against Kansas City. Kansas City are five-point favorites. Over-under is 45 and a half. I'll let you take this one because this is, this is very interesting. This is an interesting-ass game. This is really interesting. I got I'm be all right with it. I got Pittsburgh winning this one. I got Pittsburgh taking this one. I think Pittsburgh is about to come out and show you why, you know, we thought what they were in the beginning of the season is that. You know, I got a feeling Big Ben's gonna come out 
nasty. He, boy, Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, watch. Kansas City going down this this week, y'all. Uh, if Kansas City wins this game, it's less about how good Kansas City is, and we can just kind of buy into it finally. Well, not finally, but do we ever buy into Kansas City? No. <laughs> Get to the Super Bowl. Uh, Pittsburgh, though, is, you know, they they better win this game. It'd be more about them if they lost this one than what would, that would really give them a bad record if they didn't win this one. So, I got I got uh, I got Pittsburgh winning it. I actually got Pittsburgh winning it, not just covering the spread. Uh, but I don't think Kansas City would win by five. You know, for them to win by five, they basically said they're going to win by a touchdown. And if Kansas City wins by some chance that they do win, it's going to be by less than that. I think. Uh, so I got Pittsburgh covering the spread. Uh, the over and under at 45. Um, I got this going over. I think this is going to be a pretty good game. Uh, not terribly high scoring, but not definitely not low scoring. But it's going, it's definitely going over that 45 and a half. Okay, that's one thing I agree with you. Um, ben has been facing so much criticism this week. I mean, OD. So I think this is the game that he actually comes and actually balls out against his KC defense. Like, I feel like he plays a little bit better. I mean, everybody's been questioning if he has it anymore and if he's on the same page with his receivers. Because, I mean, it's look, it's two back-to-back incidents. He throws five picks one week. Prior to that, you have Antonio Brown throwing the cooler and been getting, you know, frustrated with that. So, that being said, I think they come out get it together. I think Kansas City kind of comes back to earth this week. You know what I'm saying? They've kind of left earth these, fat, these past few weeks balling out. I think they come back to earth. Pittsburgh, I think they cover it. If Kansas City win, it's less than five. Kansas City can win by, by three, I see, if they if they win. You know, I definitely see Pittsburgh covering the spread as well. Over under 45, that I can agree too. Because Kansas City put up points. And it's not just on offense. Their special teams put up points. And for Pittsburgh to compete, they got to put up points. And Tony Brown, expecting to have a pretty good game. I expect Le'Veon to definitely be involved early and often. Over 45 and a half, I'm taking it. So I'm taking it over, and I'm taking Pittsburgh to cover. Let's get it. I like it. Let's go ahead and go on to the Giants and Denver. Well, before that, um, just a disclosure, we do have Oakland and um, Chargers. We didn't forget about that, but that line is currently unavailable. Um, we will revisit that, but let's just go with who you think your final score may be. Yeah, I mean, this is a this is a good time to practice our uh, our spread making right here, right? So they got Tennessee at home versus the Colts. Um, no, no Mariota. Uh, is I, I'm not even sure if Mariota's back yet, but I don't, let's let's say he's not because I, I doubt he's back yet. Um, I actually think the Colts could win this game. Uh, I think Jacoby Brissett is about to about to have a pretty decent game. Boy, Ty T.Y. Hilton is balling. Put the ball in his hand and watch T T.Y. take care of that thing like it's his daughter. Remember, I know we all <laughs> no sleep at night. Couldn't, couldn't even, couldn't even breathe, boy. <laughs> I got the Colts going out here winning this game. Uh, the over and under. This could be a high scoring game. I don't see it really going over forty six though. But yeah, okay. So that, that's our Monday night game. Um, in this Oakland Chargers game, it's actually a four o'clock game on Sunday. Who do you have in this hmm. one? So I, I got, I got the Chargers winning this game. Go ahead and taking it. EJ Manuel can't really do enough with Oakland right now. 
uh, it ain't going really low, but it ain't going that high. I can see it being a 47. Yeah, um, I mean, it's definitely, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. They don't have to spread out now, uh, and there's a reason they know how to spread out because I, I guess they're, Derek, Derek Carr is questionable, but let's be honest, I, we don't think he's going to come. They're not going to play this week. That being said, it's going to be a lot of beast mode, a lot of backfield. I mean, a lot of up the crab tree. But like you said, I don't think he'd be able to compete with the Chargers. Now, the line is not out right now. But um, 9 times out of 10, Oakland be the favorites at home. I'm just going to say Oakland win the game. We don't we don't have a line out, but I'm going to say Oakland wins by three. Now, we have the Giants at Denver. Let me, please, let me. This is for another episode. I'm a Giants fan. I want to unleash with 0 and 5. Denver's an easy pick, right? Odell is out for the season. Brandon Marshall's out for the season. Sterling Shepard is out for more than um. Well, he's out for this game. DRC was suspended. Our secondary's banged up. Linebackers banged up. Easy pick, right? I actually still got the Giants. Now I'm not saying we're gonna win the game, but I can see us losing by ten points. I can see it being. If you just put up ten, I can see it be a twenty ten game. I don't see. Trevor Simeon being able to just kill us, you know, drive down the field on us, dip and dunk on us. I mean, yeah, Emmanuel Sanders will get his catches. Demarius Thomas will get his catches. Chris Anderson definitely will get his, you know, get his yards. But I see us winning by – if we losing, I see us losing by – I could say 10, but 11 and a half. It's a stretch for me. I mean, it's hard for me to say this. I mean, I'm being a realist, trying to make y'all money, so I'm not going to be my fanship in it. I'm not saying we're going to win the game, but if we lose, I see it's like losing by 10. So, I could definitely tend to be a 20-10 game. They have it at 38. So, I'm going to take under on that, and I'm going to take the Giants to cover. Like I said, I could see it's losing by 10 points. What you got? Uh, I actually got y'all covering the spread, too. Um, I think Eli going to try everything in his power to, you know, to really go up against this this haunting defense. Boy, it is. This Denver defense be just swallowing you whole. They like a blanket. They just just lay on you, boy. I tell you, but yeah, Denver not gonna be able. To, they act like Denver be blowing people out. Like exactly. I, Denver blew out Dallas, but I mean that was just that was hyped up. Everything. It's not. It's not gonna be. Look, I'm taking the Giants to cover. Um, I like your score of twenty to ten. Uh, I can I can see it being you know seventeen. To, to 20 You know the Denver's not that good And the Giants Eli is about to try to show you You know Don't forget about me I mean Everybody's counting this out now I'm not gonna say We're gonna win the game Alright Cause I, I mean I know we're abysmal Right now in New York But I think People Eli's getting more disrespect Than he ever got In his career right now And I think he's ball out Now um, Today we're actually Running short on time you know, I'm saying we only got a studio for a short amount of time, but you have your picks next week. I promise you we got y'all. We're going to come back and talk our shit. But for this week, you got your picks. Hit your near book. Go online. Make this money. And always, don't forget to subscribe and review. Yerk. We love y'all. Call my mama. All right. Hold it down. Yerk.